If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, and then it's time for Friday, baby. Now, let's get to this. How we see ourselves, our standing in the world, that stuff matters. How you see yourself in your personal life matters, doesn't it? It's critical. Maybe maybe you've gone through a time in your life, or maybe you're in that time in your life right now, where you're kind of down on yourself. Maybe justifiably so, maybe not, who knows? Maybe you're uh, uh maybe you've gotten some bad news at work. Maybe you're a dude and you're out of work. I've been a dude who's out of work before. Lost your job, got laid off. I'll tell you. You don't you don't feel like much of a man at that point in time. You just don't feel right, there's something about it. And maybe you're more apt to let people bark at you a little bit more. Maybe if your wife's nagging at you a bunch, maybe you're more likely to just sit there and take it because after all, you're worthless. You don't even have a job. Don't do that, by the way, fellas. But that's how you feel. That's how it feels. I've been there. That's how it feels. If you're a lady, maybe you got too fat. Maybe you're fat right now. Maybe you're not happy with how you look. Maybe you're more apt to let uh, husband, boyfriend, someone at work treat you like crap because after all, you suck anyway. You're too fat. You're worthless. 
Don't do that, by the way, ladies. You look fine just the way you are. But you see what I mean? How you see yourself, it matters. It matters for your life, for how you let other people treat you. How you see yourself matters a lot. That matters for countries, too. One of the things that strikes me, uh, been doing a lot more reading recently about I talked a little bit about it last night, Punic Wars, and I was reading some Roman things and how Rome conducted themselves foreign policy-wise. When Rome was coming up and Rome was tough and Rome was a juggernaut, almost even before they were really that powerful, when they were just starting to go to war with Carthage and just turning into this superpower, Rome, Rome thought pretty highly of themselves. And when they dealt with foreign powers, they let them know. They let them know, uh, no, we're running things around here. We're Rome. We don't ask. We don't beg. You beg us. We don't beg you. Which brings me to this, this little tidbit. No one else talked about it. I heard it, and it just grated on me to no end. Oh, I couldn't stand it. Here was Joe Biden at NATO Talking about Zelensky. Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I. Uh... Okay, we're going to set aside the fact that he screwed up his first name. His name's not Vladimir. That's not the part I care about. Listen to this again. Listen to this again. Do you hear, do you hear the part that bothers me? Does it bother Vladimir you? Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I. Uh... I shouldn't be so familiar? Vladimir Zelensky would be dead or sitting in a Russian gulag right now and Ukraine would be firmly controlled by Vladimir Putin right now if it wasn't for the endless quantity of American money and American munitions we have poured into that country. That's the only reason Ukraine is still standing in any form. The reason Ukraine still exists is the United States of America. Your money. My money. Our stuff. Stuff we don't have a stockpile on, by the way. We're sending them artillery rounds we cannot currently replace. And our idiot loser politicians stand in front of these foreign leaders and they act so subservient to them. I shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, actually, Vladimir or whatever your name is, you can come shine my freaking shoes as far as I'm concerned because without us, you wouldn't exist anymore. And maybe this is just old salty patriot, Jesse. I can't stand it. I hate when they go overseas and they do this crap. And Democrats do it all the time now. One of the best parts about Trump's presidency, in my opinion, look, it was my favorite part, was how he conducted himself overseas. No matter how much they had hated him, no matter how much he did anything, Trump didn't put up with any of that crap. And when Trump went overseas, no matter where it was, Trump spoke like he was running things. And he'd get up. Remember when he got up in front of the United Nations? And he just flat out scolded him. He's fat scolded him. We're America. We're Americans. I shouldn't be so familiar. 
with the head of Ukraine who only exists because of our good graces? I hate it, man. It drives me crazy. Gosh, I hate it. Anyway, let's get to some emails before we get to how the system works. I got myself all fired up. It's the final hour. I don't need to do that to myself anymore. Dear vertically challenged menu whisperer, what sauce or dip would you recommend for potato chips? He said that isn't cheese. Let me tell you a little secret about potato chips, about chips in general. Something you've never thought of before. Something I, full disclosure, would not have thought of before if it wasn't for Iraq. All right, so we go to Iraq. War kicks off. We go to Iraq. You already know we invade, we win the war, so on and so forth. Then we have to stay forever and, you know, these terrorists and everything else. It doesn't matter. But you should know that the food situation over there, when I was there, look, it's never been great, but it was a disaster thing. So we didn't have any facilities. This was the beginning of the war. So there just were there were no there was nothing there. You could only get the slop they served you, the MREs they served you, or whatever you could get from back home. Whatever care package you could get friends, family to send you from back home. Hey, can you send some little Debbie's oatmeal cream pots? Like that kind of thing. Because of that, you learned how to cobble together different things to make tasty snacks for yourself. And one of the things we discovered over there that is underrated, maybe you already do this at home. It's not like you have to be in Iraq to have discovered this. I'm sure many people will have already done this, but it was a new discovery to us. Let's say you have a bag of potato chips, Lay's potato chips, or look, hey, uh, Doritos, Doritos, Lay's, whatever you've got. Let's say you want to add a little zip to it, a little pizzazz to it. Hot sauce. Take the bag, open up the bag, dump a bunch of hot sauce in there, your favorite hot sauce, whatever that is, Crystal, Cajun Chef, Texas Pete, whatever floats your boat, roll the bag back up, give it a good shake. You just brought that bag of potato chips to life. Trust me on this. It is awesome. Totally underrated. A little bit of hot sauce goes a long way. Jesse, my son is 20, working for the DNR and as a, as a wildlands firefighter. He was offered $1,000 to take the COVID vaccine. He declined. Why are they offering healthy young DNR employees $1,000 to take the shot? Well, I think we all know. Why were there ever bribes needed to get people to take something for a disease you told us was so deadly? If you went back to the Black Plague times when half the population of Europe was dying and somebody came up with a vaccine for the Black Plague, how many people do you think you'd have to bribe to take it? Or would people be fighting each other over taking it? No, I get to be first. Please give it to me. Inject it in my arm. I'm begging you. And yet COVID came and they came up with what they called a vaccine, which we now know it's not. It's a therapeutic. And they, I remember they offered us Krispy Kreme donuts. I think it was de Blasio of New York who offered free Shake Shack cheeseburgers and fries if you took it. This man was offered $1,000 to take it. If it's necessary for us to take it, why do you have to threaten me with the loss of my job if I don't and or bribe me if I do? 
if the disease is so deadly that I need to take this, quote, vaccine, wouldn't I just do that voluntarily? And wouldn't I give it to my kids voluntarily? If it was something that could hurt my family, wouldn't I crawl over a hundred miles of broken glass to give it to my family? Instead, I outright refuse to put it in anybody in my household, including myself. You know what the deal is. You know what the deal is. Look, they've already had to admit it on camera. Didn't do anything they said it did. It is harming people. It is. And even if you do believe there's benefit to it, that wears off about as fast as fruit stripe gum. You know why they have to bribe. You know that this country is run. Well, look, you know what? Let's, let's do a talk about this before I get back to the emails. Let's, let's have an honest discussion about what we have going on here. And it's going to involve our corporations. So again, I want to stress to you, putting your money where your morals are is really important when it comes to every day, how we live our lives, the goods, the services we purchase. We have to be more purposeful about them. That means we don't go to Disney World, do we? It means when you need... Uh, bedding, mattress toppers, pajamas, slippers. It means you go to my pillow because they're not even neutral in this whole culture war fight. They're fighting on our side for us. And they're celebrating their 20th anniversary right now. Queen size my pillow, $19.98. They're regularly $69.98. The king size is just 10 bucks more. That's what I have. I have a king size one. Oh, I love it cuz it's made for a king. <laughs> Seriously. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and use the promo code JESSE to get a $19.98 MyPillow. How about that? Lowest price ever. Or you can call them 800-845-0544. Go now. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday reminding you that tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday and you need to get your questions emailed in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You do not have to make them political. They can be. It can be about anything you want. jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Back to this one. We were talking a little bit about uh, the quote vaccine and things like that. Let's have a talk about something. I love capitalism. Hopefully you love capitalism. But let's let's not lie to ourselves anymore about what we have here. This gangster capitalism we have here, it's not capitalism. It's not capitalism when small businesses are told to close their doors because of this big scary coronavirus and Amazon and Lowe's watch their stock prices go up. That's not capitalism. It's not capitalism when Operation Warp Speed gets, gets signed into law and they take large quantities of your money and my money and hand it to these giant pharmaceutical companies who churn out something and they get freed of any liability. And then these big pharmaceutical companies, they donate to political campaigns, Republicans and Democrats. That's not capitalism. I don't know what you call that. I call it gangster capitalism. But whatever we have right now, it's not freedom. And it's definitely not free markets. Whatever this corporatism, gangster stuff is, it's really, really, really bad. And the influence of big pharma in this country is disgusting. 
and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's something I'm passionate about, and it's something I'm going to be railing about to the day they finally kick me off the air, which I think we all know that day's probably coming. All right. I'm going to get to a couple things before we get back to the emails. This is a little long. It's uh, Moran, Congressman Moran, asking John Kerry about China. Would you agree that human rights issues are also global, universal issues? Absolutely. But you you want to keep them separate when you're talking to China is what you said earlier. Is that true? What I said is, they're, well, no, we don't, we don't keep them separate in terms of our priorities. No, that's exactly I go what you there. Said. You said President and Xi go... and President Biden agreed at the outset to separate out the climate issue Correct. so it wouldn't get caught up in these other issues. So my question would be, is human rights the bigger issue? Is the slave labor coming out of the Uyghur Congressman, uh, people this administration issue, or is, is capable of keeping change? all its priorities on the table and of treating all of them simultaneously? But we don't have to wrap them up so one becomes hostage to the other. Or you don't make progress. You plan to you hold China about- accountable if they do not follow through with the activities that you're going to suggest and to reduce their emissions. Because they're, they're able to get ahead of our economy by producing m- many more emissions and having less regulatory action on their businesses right. than we are here in the and United States. And we don't States. want that to happen. That is precisely How are you going to hold them accountable? Because that's exactly why President Biden has asked us to examine the uh, the countervailing. Uh, I have never measures. seen an examination hold anybody accountable. We need action to hold well, them accountable. Well, that's exactly what's happening, and you've got several senators. You have some in the House. We don't legislate China, but we need to hold them accountable. No, but you can legislate a CBAM. Yeah. Remember, the whole point is to destroy us, not China. There's a reason these people are so indifferent about China, about China churning out coal plants every, every five minutes. They're not trying to destroy China because they have not been raised with an intense hatred of China. They've been raised with an intense hatred of you, of America, of everything this country is. That's why all these climate change things, well, we have to lead the way on all these things. No, no, we'll handle it. No, we'll wreck ourselves. Well, China, well, I mean, no, we'll, look, we'll do an examination. We'll do an examination. Of course, guys. Gosh. You know what? I'm going to talk about something good for a second because then I want to get to the system. Another little example of how the system works here. Before I get to that, let's get to this. Let's get to preborn. Save a life. It's a Thursday night. No better time than right now to drop 28 bucks on preborn and buy a woman an ultrasound. Not just any woman, a woman who is pregnant, a woman who is pregnant and is seeking out an abortion. And she most likely will be in one of these high abortion areas trying to go find a way to end that baby. That's when preborn steps in and says, Hey, I know you're scared. Why don't you just have an ultrasound? Just an ultrasound for free, no charge. She will hear that heartbeat and she will choose life. She does it almost every single time. Go to preborn.com slash Jesse and save one life tonight. That's all I'm asking. 28 bucks. Preborn.com slash Jesse. And as you've heard from the people who email in, the follow-ups you get from preborn, they're tearjerkers. You're going to know it was worth it. Preborn.com slash Jesse. All right. The system. We were talking earlier about the system and credibility and do they realize they're destroying it all and destroying all the trust. Here's a great example of it. 
FTC Twitter investigation. That's the Federal Trade Commission, by the way. FTC Twitter investigation sought Elon Musk's internal communications and journalists' names. Essentially, the Biden administration, when Elon Musk bought Twitter, the big social media site Twitter, Elon Musk swore that Twitter was going to stop censoring people on the right because forever Twitter was this horrible censorship apparatus where they just censor you, suspend you, cancel your account for anything other than commie thought. Elon Musk bought it and said, nah, free speech, everyone can have a thought here. The Biden administration worked with the FTC to go after Elon Musk and the FTC is still, as we speak, going after this private company because they won't censor. Wrap your mind around how far gone we are that this stuff happens right out in the open. One guy buys a social media company and says, we're not censoring anymore. And immediately the FTC launches an investigation. Crazy, right? All right. It's more email stuff. The Fed raising rates and more. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you you can download a podcast of the show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Chris Christie out there still bragging about suggesting Christopher Wray to Donald Trump. Let's pause on this for a moment and think about how horrible it was that we got Christopher Wray. Trump fired Comey, as he should have. That was a good move. And that was our moment. That was our moment to replace him with a reformer who would bring this evil organization to heel. And instead, we got Christopher friggin' Ray. I've known Chris for a long time. We worked together in the Bush Justice Department in the post-9-11 period, and he did an extraordinary job. And yeah, I did recommend him to President Trump, and I'm proud that I did. Those things that they were talking about today, and the director made this point over and over again, are all things from when Jim Comey, Eric Holder, and Loretta Lynch were in charge of the Justice Department before he got put in charge. He fired the entire Comey leadership team out of the FBI, They're all gone. And he put these reforms in place, which are now showing extraordinary results. Um, Now, are there going to be disagreements? Of course, there are always going to be disagreements between Congress and the executive branch. And they would like more information. And he's got obligations under grand jury rules. But I will tell you something. What you saw today, I think, was an animated and combative FBI director who's defending the men and women who work for him every day and do a great job and protect us from domestic terrorism, from international terrorism, and from these drug cartels, and are helping state and local law enforcement every day with their things so yeah i i I think chris ray is michael just asked does he want to win does chris christie want to win no chris christie doesn't want to win and he doesn't think he has any chance of winning chris christie is in this race to hurt donald trump that's why he talks about trump all the time he criticizes only donald trump all the time without end And the answer that I don't know is why. And here's what I mean. I don't know if it's just personal. That'd be quite a personal ax to grind to run for president just to hurt Trump. Is it professional? Is there some sort of a payoff waiting for him at the end? I don't know. But I will will say this. I will caution you with this. If you're a hardcore Trump fan, don't dismiss... Christie's ability to wound Trump. And let me explain. Obviously, Chris Christie's not popular. I'm not saying that. I, I don't think a bunch of people care what Chris Christie had to say. He's lost all favor. I can't freaking stand the guy. So I'm not saying that. 
I am saying don't forget that Chris Christie is a really good debater and he's a vicious attacker. Yeah, he's a punchline now. I remember when he practically pulled Marco Rubio's pants down on national TV and spanked him like a little boy during that debate, basically ended Marco Rubio's debate. He's one of these hot shot attorneys who's really, really good at attacking. And that's not good if he's only, well, it's not good for Team Trump if he's only worried about Trump. And right now he's only worried about Trump. In the same way that Vivek guy only attacks DeSantis, he can't say a bad word about Trump. Chris Christie's the opposite. He only attacks Trump at all times. And Christie's good at it. Don't dismiss that. Christie's Christie's good at it. All right, let's go. We got to get a more email roundup in because tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We got to clear out some space. Besides, we're leaving. We have to hear from the people. Remember, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Get your question in. Jesse, when are you moving to the most blood red state in the union? We have the mountains, no god awful southern humidity and heat. And southeastern Idaho, we have more lakes and rivers to fish than a man can fish in a light lifetime. Great hunting. We have the great Braxton McCoy and Clay Martin. Glenn Beck has a ranch out here. We need the shogun and leader of the anti-communist movement. We respect a Magnum P.I. stash or a Duck Dynasty beard. We need you. <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention that. Let me give you a little... Well, it's not news. I don't have any personal news. It's just stuff we talk about in the house, which, of course, I all I always bring to you here. I love living in Texas. We moved to Texas on purpose. Remember, I moved to Texas with no job just because I wanted to be around people who share my values and love being around people who share my values and love the people and love the food. We do, however, miss the mountains. We miss the Rocky Mountains. Remember, I grew up in Bozeman, Montana. That's my area. I grew up up there. So I do think there's a chance that one day we will go out west. Now, we have our kids, and our kids have their friends and their sports and everything. And my youngest is 12 years old, and we're not desperate because we love our neighbors, and we have such a close neighborhood and a safe place that I, I, I don't think we go anywhere, anywhere until my youngest is graduated from high school and our boys you know, fly from the nest and who knows where they're going to end up. But once he's gone, you might just see me, Idaho. Idaho, Wyoming, maybe Montana again, maybe Utah. Look, I would do Colorado because I love Colorado so much. Shoot, I even love Denver. Denver is such a sweet town, but Colorado is so hopelessly blue now. It really, really sucks because Colorado's sick. Otherwise, Colorado would be in the cards, but I really want to live. I, I take that back. I just think I, I could see myself being out there, out west. And hey, maybe I'll be really rich one day and maybe I'll keep a place in Texas or get a place in Tennessee, which I love, and have you know a place in Idaho and Tennessee or, or Wyoming and Florida or something like that. I don't know, two houses... Two houses sounds nice. I feel like it would be a pain in the rear end. And here's what I mean by that. Don't you think, if you're a homeowner, don't you think one house is a lot of work? And I don't mean backbreaking labor, but there's always something going wrong. We just had a brass fitting blowout for our sprinkler system we had to replace. There's something just went wrong with the AC. You remember you heard me ranting about that. 
And look, I, I love owning a home. I'm very blessed to have a home. I'm not complaining about it. But man, imagine if that was two homes. And imagine all that stuff going wrong when nobody lives there. It's, I don't. I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. It's that that doesn't sound right to me, Jesse. Buenos Noches, trilingual, world famous author. In regards to your upcoming trip to Israel, are you making the whole group sign an NDA? Or do we finally get to see proof Chris exists? Some pictures have to leak out, no. And if Chris exists, he can't dodge photos the whole time unless he's really a ninja. I'm eagerly waiting to see and hear about this trip. And Chris had better be in the photos. She said, P.S. Don't worry about your listeners. We're used to you working part-time and we'll manage okay without you while you party abroad. We will stay focused on being focused. But my focus is just stay focused. Okay, the answer to your question is no, there aren't going to be any NDAs signed by anybody on the trip. We are going to show up together in Israel and we're going to have a blast together. There aren't going to be any NDAs. I know people are going to take pictures, but I will say this. It's amazing how awesome our people are. It's like a big family. Whenever I, whenever we hang, whenever I, I run into you in public or like the book tour, whenever any of these things happen, our people are always awesome. Pretty much universally. People are even, honestly, in my opinion, sometimes too polite. Like people won't say hi when they recognize me in public because they're trying to be polite. And I, I do appreciate that, by the way. But you are always more than welcome to come up to me and say hi and shake my hand and we'll gab for a second and stuff like that. You're welcome to do that. So I'm not worried about anybody signing anything in Israel. Will Chris be there? Will he not be there? I don't know. I guess everyone will find out next week when we get to Israel. Now, one thing I do know is this. I like my cell phone bill recently. I like my cell phone bill because, well, it's drastically been reduced thanks to Pure Talk. And I like my cell phone bill because I don't have to feel guilty paying it off anymore. You know, I've got to buy a truck soon. I've been telling you about that. And I've been shopping and shopping and shopping for a truck for a company that shares our values or at least is even kind of neutral, man, they're all wretched and gross. I don't have an option when I buy a truck. I have an option with my cell phone service. Pure Talk gives me that option that I can put my money where my morals are. I don't have to pay Verizon to dump on me in my country. I don't have to pay AT&T. I don't have to pay T-Mobile. I have Pure Talk. I save a fortune and the money I do spend goes to somebody I love. Pick up your phone and dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly, switch to Pure Talk. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. And then we're out of here for an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And then after that, gosh, it's vacation. You'll be sitting around crying, weeping, lamenting, missing me. I don't know. It probably just qualifies as mourning. You'll be in mourning for a week. You might not even survive. But if you survive without me, we'll have fun again when I get back. I promise. 
right? Look, hey, you should have come along. That's not my problem. It's your problem. I'm kidding. I realize not everyone can go along. Fed set to raise rates in July despite inflation showdown. I have heard, this is the third thing I've heard today that really, really made me worry. Uh, There are some really bad signs out there right now when it comes to the dollar and oil and inflation. And you never know because there always seem to be, right? There's always an expert to tell you there are bad signs right around the corner and there are good signs right around the, there's always somebody out there telling you whatever you happen to want to hear at the time. But I'll tell you what, I hope these people were wrong. I hope these people were wrong. All right. Dear Jesse, you've said, uh, you, you said you started to get more emotional during the national anthem, but wasn't sure why. Yeah, like I said, we were at an event last weekend, and I've always, now I, I should clarify, I've always loved the national anthem. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting there weeping or something like that. I'm not crying, but I've always found it to be moving. Always. I just love the country. I've always found it to be moving. Anymore, when I hear it, it's almost like it hurts. Does that sound stupid? Does that sound cheesy and stupid, Michael? Bittersweet actually is a really good way to put that, Michael. Maybe that maybe that's it. Bittersweet. Anyway, this person goes on to say, I I have two. Oh, okay. I think it's because the patriotic phrases in these songs are referencing an America that no longer exists. Land of the free and home of the brave is merely a relic of a country that's gone. Oh, I've noticed over the last several years, my love of country is fading as we turn into something that's filled with cultural Marxist filth and states like New York and California turning into hell holes and cities across the country turning into dumps. It makes me sad, but the country I've long loved is fading away and in turn, so is my love of country. That's why I think I get more emotional during the anthem. Anyway, keep fighting the communists. Man, I don't even want to say that. I don't, maybe that's true. Maybe, look, I know that it's, I know that it's a feeling of loss, some kind of loss. Again, I know that sounds corny, but that, that is what it is. Almost like, uh, let's say you have a spouse you love. <laughs> no, quit. Let's say you have a spouse and you've been married a long time. You know, married to your husband for a long time, married to your wife a long time, and and they're gone. That they die. That happens. It's horrible. I know it's awful. And let's say they had a song, or you guys had a favorite song, or maybe your wedding song, whatever it was. That song, when it came on after they're gone, you I don't think you'd turn it off, right? You would smile, I, I would think, but it would still hurt a little. That's the best way, having never lost my spouse, but... That's the best way I think I can describe it, I think. And gosh, that actually is so much sadder than I thought it was going to be, but I I think that's probably it. That's probably it. Yeah. Maybe I just need to up my chalk intake. That's probably it. Don't point, Michael, like that's correct. That can't be right. What if it is? What? It, no, no. I don't have to worry about that because I take a male vitality stack from chalk every day, and I have, not for 90 days, over a year I've been taking a male vitality stack. Natural herbal supplements. 90 days, 20% increase in your testosterone. Now, I want you to think about how you'll feel after it's six months, nine months, a year. Stop thinking about it, man. 
try it. When I say try it, I want to stress something. I want you to get a subscription because those are 35% off. Don't pay full price. Come on. But they make canceling the subscriptions easy. It's not like a gym where they make you come up with a letter in hieroglyphics before they'll let you cancer. Can- cancer. Cancel. They'll let you write out. This is not a bunch of ripoff artists. These are actually personal friends of mine and hardcore anti-communists. You will never have a problem with them. Nobody ever has. They're amazing people trying to help. Yes, they sell a great product and want to sell it. They're trying to help, genuinely trying to help. Chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com, promo code JESSE gets you that 35% off the subscription. All right, Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. Hey, Jesse, just thought I would share something that I regretted when traveling to Israel. I had two opportunities to ride on a camel and I chose not to because I heard they spit at you and I thought maybe I would smell like a camel once I got off. We weren't going back to the room at that point, so that's what scared me off, but I really regret not doing it. I should have risked both happening. All right, now that's something I tend to be pretty good about in life. You know, I do that whole live my life from my deathbed thing. What When I'm dying one day, what will I wish I'd have done? Ride the camel or not ride the camel? That said, I know a few people who've ridden camels. Not one of them has told me about the greatness of the experience. It doesn't sound that fun at all, which drives me crazy because I, I already know that if the offer to ride a camel is placed in front of me, I know I'm going to do it because I have to do things like that. And I think, I feel like there's something wrong with me. Like that's some kind of sickness. Michael, are you going to ride a camel? If we can ride a camel. Thank you. Yes. That's what I said. Why not? Even if he spits at me or even if it's uncomfortable or something like that, I'll at least be able to say I rode a camel. And now here's a headline. By go, you know, the, you know, the thing headlines we didn't get to. Chipotle tests robot that can prepare avocados to make guacamole faster. I was thinking about this this morning. Well, not this specifically, but I was thinking about something this morning. Here's what's wild. There are going to be days in the future, you know I'm right about this, where you go up to like a fast food restaurant and it's all automated. There are no live employees inside It's all automation, the entire thing. Isn't that weird and futuristic to think about? But you know it's coming. Tuberville hits back and calls Biden a better senator than president. Oh, okay. Well, that really showed him. The oldest craft brewery in the United States of America is shutting down after 127 years. That is so sad. San Francisco-based company shutting down 127 years. Former Trump aide and January 6th witness Cassidy Hutchinson signs a book deal. Oh, what a shock. A former Trump employee is going to get rich writing a book trashing Donald Trump. The dude is a one-man industry. All you have to do is be willing to trash him and you just make a fortune for yourself out there. All right, enough. Tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Email your questions in. Don't wait till tomorrow. The questions get emailed in to Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Don't be shy. I won't read your, ni- your name unless you ask me to. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's all. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.